Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And it's time today to wrap up book club for Shine. We did it. We did it. It's our last episode. We made it our whole... We, You know what? I'm proud of us. We made a plan. It was ambitious. We stuck to it. And I'm very... I, you know, I thought it was fun. I was a little worried at a certain point. I was like, are we even going to have enough substance out of this book to full, pull a full month's worth of content out of it? And I think we did a good job. I think we did too. And I was very happy with, you know, like lots of people did. It seemed like there wasn't going to be substance, but there was. People had things to mm-hmm. say. There was yeah. a lot to discuss. The tea that we didn't see at the surface was found with digging. Like we got somewhere. Yeah. I, yeah, I think we were able to, although on first glance, this book was, you know, might seem like just fluff. There really is like if you dig behind, dig between the lines, like we did find quite a few things, quite a few little nuggets to discuss and turn over in our little pause. <laughs> for sure. Um, but our final activity for book club was the one I was looking forward to the most because as I've said in all of these episodes, I just want to see the movie of this dang thing. Like, sure. let's just get to the movie part. So we wanted to cast a movie and uh, we were luckily joined by our lovely friend, Natalie Morin and new friend, Alexis Odoyan, um, both K-pop writers. And uh, we took this cast casting very seriously and I think we came up with something good yeah yes I think there were some curveballs thrown in there and I am so proud I think we did a great job together the four of us are a stellar executive team Mm -hmm. and we need to get a studio to hire us as producers ASAP absolutely all right (laughs) well uh also Check the episode description as there is a visual component to go along yes. with this episode. So check for that uh, PowerPoint presentation in the uh, in the description. Click that and we'll take it away. All right. Welcome to the final installment of Shine Book Club. We finally made it to the most exciting episode. So of course we have to have exciting guests. And I'm so excited to welcome, we have two spectacular guests today. And first, please welcome to the show, K-pop writer, Alexis Odoyan. Hi, Alexis. Say hello to the listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Alexis Odoyan. I write about K-pop. I'm really excited to be here. Really enjoyed the book. So looking forward to this chat. Fantastic. Thank you for being here. And our other guest is a dear friend whose face I miss so very much, and I'm so excited to see it. Uh, You know her as the entertainment writer at Refinery29. Please welcome Natalie Morin. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. I'm a friend of the pod, so now to be actually on the pod is an honor, a privilege, a dream. Yeah, long time friend, first time guest. (laughs) Very exciting. (laughs) 
So exciting. Um, so before we get into our fun exercise of casting this imaginary shine movie in our minds, um, we want to ask you guys all the, que- the questions we've been asking all of our guests, uh, which is, first off, how did you enjoy reading Shine? Did both of you guys get early copies as well? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I requested it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know. I was really excited. I was like, I need to see what tea she's spilling. Was I disappointing a little bit? But there was still good stuff in there if you like know what right. went on. Right, you got to dig for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, what was your general impression, Alexis? I mean, I, you know what? For what it is, I liked it. I'm not super into young adult uh, books, but I watch K-dramas, so it wasn't that different from that. <laughs> and, you know, like, I th- honestly, to me, when I, as I was reading it and after reading it, I thought, like, okay, maybe I'm not, obviously, I aged out of this, out of this book, <laughs> but I thought it was really interesting how... Like, even if it wasn't Jessica, if it was, like, the ghostwriter, whoever wrote the mm-hmm. book, like, whoever wrote this book, like, I thought that the discussions about, you know, like, gender roles and, and you know, like, how women and men are treated differently and favored and everything else, I don't think anyone is having those conversations um, on the idol level. So if Jessica wants to write a book and say it's fiction i'll take it you know we know it's not but (laughs) so i liked it i think it was pretty cool that she you know she's writing about this stuff and she put her name in it Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree though those were like the the highlights that i didn't think we were gonna get what about you natalie how did you like the book I liked it did you get an advanced copy i did get an advanced copy um and I I read it a little bit later um, and kind of after Jessica had done the the, the tour, the book tour, <laughs> the the interviews about it, but I I purposely did not pay too much attention because I kind of wanted to go into the book uh, without any preconceived notions of what I was going to get into. Spoiler free. I'm very, I do not like spoilers. So um, I... <laughs> I enjoyed it. I do read uh, YA novels. I read a lot of romance novels um, because I watch a lot of serious stuff for work, like a lot of TV and whatnot, and um, uh, books and and specifically K dramas. I specifically am there for love triangles, just to get lost in the sap, and so snaps to that. For those reasons. Um, I was into it and, um, some things I found very ridiculous. Um, and some, there were some places I wasn't satisfied and didn't like a lot of the characters, but, um, it was, it was fun, especially since there are really not that many books about this type of thing. I've read, I've read, I've read sort of kind of books that kind of, that were in the same kind of genre a little bit, like a K-pop star meets person, fall in love, like those kind of exist, but none none from the perspective of, of somebody actually from the in, inside the industry. And the whole time, like I expected like 
as right. writers, like you write from experience. So I, I agree. Like, I think so much of this is true. I think that so much of this is true. A lot of it is exaggerated, but I think like all of the feelings, all of the, the central conflicts, I think are very much real. Um, the one thing is I did not know that it was a series. So at the end, I was, I was shocked and furious. I was like, this is how it ends. I was like, this doesn't count. I thought I was like looking to see if like I was missing a page. And then I saw that it was going to be a thing. So I felt better, but still I was just, it just thrown off of the cliff there at the end. And they also like set up a lot of like shady stuff at the end like right. when Mr. No announces the new group like Jason is like kikiing with Mina's mom like dad in the back and then they go out a side door and it's like they're and setting so, up like so Mina's drama. dad like forces Rachel's dad to be his employee like that gets really weird and like yeah yes. I also didn't know that there was going to be another I didn't know there was going to be a sequel and so I was like first I was just really bummed that like oh the Mina like she ended up being mean again I was like I thought we fixed this and then like yeah all this stuff happened and she like steps out into the spotlight and I was like what how did right how can we yeah and then she was like and then I shined and then yeah, I was right? like no my turn to like, shine like, no, no, when no. I finished reading it like I don't. I I texted Tamar because we were reading. I think she read it before me, but I texted her and I was like, "There's definitely gonna be like a second part." And she had already had her interview with her, so she was like, "Oh yeah, it is gonna be a series." I'm like, "There's <laughs> okay. no fucking way that this book can end just like mm, with right. all of this open-ended stuff." But similar to you, Alexis, I did like the conversations about um, gender roles and privilege within the industry, and I also really liked the little added uh, je ne sais quoi of, um, of cultural identity and foreign idols having issues, especially foreign idols who are, um, who are half white or whatnot. It's something I think about and I wish, I so wish I can ask <laughs> some people in the industry about their questions that I've always, that have always been on my mind, these kind of more um, identity like, uh, cultural conflicts, gender, like con inner conflicts, like that's the that's the shit I really love. <laughs> and those are the questions I really love to answer, um, uh, or, or the questions I really love to ask. And so, um, uh, yeah, that stuff to me I thought was really was really cool that she touched on it. So hopefully it continues on in the series. One thing that I really loved, but that's just like the messy in me, was how the book opens. <laughs> Like, there was just shot after shot after shot fired. And I was like, oh, my God. Who is Mina? Who is this? Who is that? Oh, my God. Who is <laughs> yeah. Mr. O? And it was just like, it was set up to just be the messiest of books. And then it wasn't. Yeah. But I was kind of like, no, I live for this. Because she's like making the reader be intrigued and get hooked. And then it's like, no. I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, maybe I like this boy and I'm going to throw my life away for him. <laughs> for sure. Because the th third chapter ends with her being drugged by her teammates. And the book never I... catches back up to that ever again. I lost. I lost my mind at that point. That is so... That is, it's not like, it's made to seem like, oh, that's just a really mean thing that she did. And I'm like, that is, no, that is illegal. That is 
horrifying. She needs to tell an adult. She, like, this is not a pride issue. (laughs) She's not like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to keep that to myself. No, you go and you you rat on that girl. Mm -hmm. You go, that is so so messed up. Oh, my God. And she's not like, she had power. She couldn't. I I don't know. I I felt the same way, Natalie. I put that book down and I was like, I felt like I was watching Riverdale. I was like, where are the adults? (laughs) This is unacceptable. Go to the police. Right? Like, this was illegal. (laughs) This was illegal. And then the fact that she had that, like, video of her, which is a blackmail that could tank her career instantly, no question. I didn't believe that Mina wouldn't have used it. Like, I just felt like she was set up to be so ruthless. Like, why would she keep that to herself? Especially if she thinks that she hurt her ankle on purpose. Like, why wouldn't you just send that straight to Mr. What? No, or whatever. But I don't know. It was just I, I kept waiting over. for it to happen. I kept yes, waiting. I kept for waiting for that to happen. Yeah, and Rachel is like, oh man, look, she's got a redemption arc. And Mina's like, yeah, but you've gotten it's so easy compared to me. And Rachel's never like, yo, you drugged me though. Like, <laughs> yes, like you think that I broke your shoe, but you you committed this crime. <laughs> <laughs> this crime. Yeah. Like, ah, I that for was sure. the that was the moment where I was like, oh. Like, this is that, yeah, that is just, ugh, yeah. it's just so bad. I just can't, I won't ever get over it. <laughs> yeah, that was really shocking because it just went from like zero sure. to a hundred sure. and then never reached that peak again. Um, but Alexis, you were bringing up at the beginning, like in that first scene where everyone's just being like so insanely mean and it immediately made you start thinking of like, who is who? So question for both of you, who... Who came to mind as, like, I think this character is definitely this real-life person? Is this where where we get canceled? We went over many theories last week, so we've... No, no, no. I'm saying we... Last week, we threw many names uh, into the ring, and we discussed Mm. the pros and cons of why they might be that person. So we've done it first. Given our hot takes. But whatever. (laughs) Well, I don't know that much about, like, girls' generations, you know, like, inner workings and their relationships. Like, I don't know a lot of that. So when I was trying to figure out who was who, like, I think I basically just gravitated towards the fact that she came from, like, a powerful background or whatever. So I was like, oh, well, you know, they're sunny because she was... um, isn't she like Isuman? She's Lee Suman's niece. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, there's that. And then isn't Su Young like really rich? Yeah, so she's like, like an heiress, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, just based on that, you know, I don't know who she had beef with. I have no idea. I'm just basing well, it. Well, we discussed that. last week that her and Su Young publicly like would snipe at each other on variety shows. There oh. was like possible beef. Okay, but we I like and Helica said last week, and I agreed that like I she thinks Jessica just hates all of them so much that Mina is like a megazord of all of them because she mm-hmm. just like has no warm feelings left towards them at, at all. Yeah. I just felt yeah. a lot of bitterness in like little moments throughout the book that just made me think like she hates them all. <laughs> like she. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that that came through. Like I was like, yeah. really, you don't have no like how she was describing the debut and like the first. Well, I mean, it wasn't their first interview, but just like I'm like, really, you don't have any like 
warm memory oh my god oh when she yes. said how great it was like oh n- nine girls to have your nails or something i to do your yeah, nails out loud oh god, was like Rachel. that's all you got <laughs> like are you serious it made me sad it, i was like because you know how many like you just have to think about how many of these groups of people are made of people who were had to compete against each other for so long and they all had their own egos and they were all like you know were the best in their class and then they came to the and then they came to be trainees and it's just like the worst of the worst comes out of people and I was like yeah I mean to me I that's what I thought it was like an amalgamation of a bunch of people um I loved Taeyeon so much that I really don't want to think that it's I her it specifically so I'm gonna play I'm gonna just kind of put that aside and just say that it's maybe everybody but I, literally after I read the book I went and I looked up those video compilations that people made of like people ignoring Jessica like on (laughs) like times Jessica was ignored by other people in girls generation right it was the first time I had like really paid attention to it and I was like I don't want to watch this (laughs) oh no that would be too much of a bummer (laughs) yeah but I know that like you know a lot of it's true but I'm sure like that would have been probably like a smart trick too to not just in case like there could have been some kind of defamation um lawsuit thrown at you since Korea loves those um, yeah. that um, that if you kind of take elements probably like pretty um, dis- distinguishable elements that like they between themselves they understand but you couldn't really prove in court mm-hmm. then like you put them you mix them all together then that would that would be the ultimate uh, Totally. I had mentioned this last week, but it reminds me of the Dixie Chicks Gaslighter album in that there are a lot of really specific details in that album that paint a very specific picture, but she says that they have been changed so that she will not be sued. But you know they're close enough because they're so specific that like tights on my boat, like I think we we can infer that like other garments were left somewhere else. Like, you know what I mean? It's too close. (laughs) So the million dollar question, who do you think Jason is based off of? Of course. See, this is a much more f- fun question. <laughs> much more relaxing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I don't know if y'all, I mean, probably Natalie knows, but I don't know if y'all know that I'm an elf. So <laughs> there have always been rumors out there that her and Donghae from Super New Junior mm-hmm. had something um, when I got into the fandom, I was a don't hit by it, so I'm sorry, Jessica, for hating you just for existing at one point <laughs> a million years ago when I was way younger. It's very big but... of you to admit that, and I really appreciate you exactly. being vulnerable you know on my what? podcast. It's, it's a, my journey, my feminist journey. Like like Rachel. Yeah, you got to embrace like it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so... You know, and you're shining already at mm-hmm. the end. Exactly. So, so yeah, be- based on the fact that he was, he had already debuted and that he was in the same company, like, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, don't he? He was, uh, he was our strongest contender in the SM bracket of potential Jasons <laughs> last week. Yeah, he was. There's a 2 p.m. side and an SM oh. side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Take I him. totally see that. 
Uh, I like see, yeah, I see the tech. Uh, and so that's what, that's kind of, that's what I would go for. I think like, again, I was, I was thinking about it, you know, Canada, Boston. Right. Canada and Boston yeah. are not that far away from each other. They're not. A They're stone's really throw. And, you Maybe know, it's another like, mix of the two of them. Could be. Maybe they were in like a secret love triangle and I would read that. Mixing it up. Yeah. I know. I like that's that. why Angelica said that she doesn't want to read the sequel, but I feel like I'm more excited for the sequel because if that's the part where she's in a group, then I feel like that's the part where like things might be more fun. Cause I think I was just also disappointed at like how few characters there sort of were in this. Like I was expecting that there would be like a lot of trainees or other members that we would like get to know and they'd all be different personality types and like, like Harry Potter and you'd get to be like, look, it's all the kids at the school, but it wasn't like that. So maybe the second one will be, and that would be fun. And maybe there yeah. can be a new boy for, cause there has to be for, cause in PS I love or PS I love you too, or, to all the boys I love before too, and <laughs> kissing booth too. Those all turn into love triangles. P.S. I love you is the one where Hillary Swank yeah, is dying, like right? Dead. No, her husband. <laughs> no, dies. she's not dying. Oh, he Butler's dies. Dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he dies. He dies, and then she meets like a Irish Jared but- Gerard Butler and marries that guy. <laughs> yeah, Dermot. You know, whatever. Dermot Mulroney. No, no, <laughs> not that I one. Know, I was about to go there. <laughs> It's Denny from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, right. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, but still, Gerard Butler, but Irish. Anyway. But um, to all the boys I loved before, yes, love triangle. Love triangles, yeah. absolutely. Everyone mm-hmm. everyone loves a love triangle. You can't we should have she... had... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that. Didn't she, like, talk about that on, like, the interviews she did? She was like, oh, there were boys, and there were this, and there were that. And I was like, plural. <laughs> Plural. I need to see boys. more boys. I'm saying more, more boys. That's, and that's the tea I want. Like, and more nice people. Like I want to see more. Like I also I like the tea. I like the little. Mm, but I want to see some like some cool women <laughs> who are yeah. That's, that's the mentor. That's the the trainer. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, she, she also was barely enough. part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought when they introduced her, I was like, cool mentor character she's gonna have cool things to say but she disappears after like the fifth chapter mm-hmm. yeah um uh what was the what was the name of the um of the japanese friend akari akari she was, seemed like such a homie and then yeah, poor akari yeah and then she threw her just like kicked kicked her to the curb care. That really? Was like, yeah, oh, I you've was been like, what to... happened to those? Yeah, where's the sorority? Where's like all this? Like, oh yeah, women empowerment, blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah. your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what yeah, happened officer? to those feminist mantras, Rachel, <laughs> that your mom had instilled in you? Didn't have time to text your friend. Didn't have time to send her a quick KKT, you know, yeah, and right? say what's up. Send her a little emoji and a little a peach. Give say her I'm a little. Well. Give her some little Ryan hearts. Come on. Easy. Come on now. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I think she, I would have liked to, I see what I thought that like the whole tea, like the reason why um, Akari was like doing her own thing, she had her own secret, it was because, you know, she was like picked to do 
a solo on her own. You know, she was, you know, she was gonna have this cool like, look what I'm doing. I don't know. I thought there was gonna be a little twisteroo somehow there. Mm. But, yeah, Rachel sweet. did make a lot of points to be like, Akari's hair looked good, and Akari is good at stuff. If people like Akari, she's better than me. <laughs> yeah, and then or she maybe. just gets traded away. Or yeah. maybe like she's because she pains herself throughout the throughout the whole entire thing as like the yeah like the victim. Like everyone's so mean <laughs> to me, and I'm just yeah. here trying my best. But like she's in a group of mean girls. Like maybe she's the mean girl too. Right. Maybe. For sure. She doesn't see it. Mm -hmm. You know what should have happened? There should have been a love triangle with Akari and Jason and and Rachel. That would have been. Oh, my God. If her relationship with Jason started as part of the ploy, but he was, like, with Akari for real, and then they, like. Oh, my God. That would have been great. That would have been (laughs) such a good twist. (laughs) Who's going to. Where's Penguin Books? Where. Who's signing you? Simon Schuster. Let's go. I'd read that. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of imaginations and things (laughs) we wish were, we should get into today's big uh, assignment, which is that we're going to cast, we're going to try to cast this obvious version of Shine that will exist on film. Like, I fully believe that everything about this book was just leading up to a Netflix movie. That is my theory. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make it. Um, and we asked the listeners to submit choices for people that you would like to see in the movie. And I compiled them all into a beautiful uh, PowerPoint presentation. I took all of the listeners' submissions and I compiled them into this so that we have visuals to look at. But we're going to go character by character and talk about who the listeners submitted, who we have ideas for. And then we're going to like cast this, make an official cast of this movie, I guess. Wow. This is a really well-made PowerPoint presentation. Good job. Thank you. I didn't want to do real work this today because <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> um, okay, great. So I guess we have to start. I have it starting with Rachel, unless we have any reason to not cast it that way. I think but, it's fine to start with okay. Rachel. So we had a lot of potential choices for Rachel, but the top three choices submitted by the listeners, like with the most votes for Rachel, are Leah from Itzy, Somi, formerly of IOI and now a solo artist, and Jenny from Blackpink got the most votes. But we also (laughs) have uh, Arin, whoops, Arin from Oh My Girl, Denise from Secret Number, Che on from Twice, Wendy Wendy from Red Velvet, and Shua from G Idol. These were all potential submitted Rachels. Wow, I love the range. I know. Does anybody have any immediate gut thoughts about these Rachels, or does do any of these um, correlate with anybody's? Because I honestly did not write anybody down for Rachel or Jason because I feel like I kind of. Like, neither person really was anybody strong in my mind, <laughs> and I couldn't, like, commit to anybody. So I was just like, I don't know, show me, to convince me of, like, what Rachel's <laughs> you think, because I really don't know. I wrote down Somi also, because I felt like in a in a Netflix adaptation or whatever, I feel <laughs> like Somi would bring this like maybe she would like i mean i think that she would make rachel a little bit funnier 
and mm. like more empathizing because she wasn't all that likable you know mm-hmm. like yeah. she was likable but sometimes you were like girl sit down yeah <laughs> uh, personally i thought she was not likable at all <laughs> <laughs> and i i honestly jenny was my first choice for rachel um because she does speak english and she is actually like she has like lived abroad so i thought she could bring that lived experience but i also feel like she has kind of a like resting like mm, face and so I felt like the fact that Rachel was unlikable I felt would like would be kind of believable like for Jenny to be like this uh I thought she could like pull off the like oh I'm just like oops I'm just the favorite I don't know like I feel like that's kind of who she is in YG2 maybe um so that was my first choice but then but I was I was very specific and I was like Rachel has to be a vocalist so I like googled like (laughs) Jenny singing because I know she's the rapper of Blackpink and she has a really belty voice so my ultimate pick was Somi in the end I felt like she had the range to pull off Rachel I agree Somi was my my top pick um, because she speaks the best English out of all the people that I had written down and (laughs) that was a big factor to be honest that's the first thing that I thought like Mm -hmm. who speaks English me too could pull it off yeah totally there's some characters where I was like this I think everybody else like we can do like uh, we can do Korean we can do subtitles but when Jason and and uh and Rachel speak most of the time it's probably would make most sense that they speak in English sometimes so this would be important and she's I totally agree with you she would bring I think a uh more she would she would bring a humor to the character she is she's a good vocalist um she's a good dancer so she would have to um tone it down (laughs) um and uh I did write I did write a lot of I did write Leah too um though Leah is and Leah is really young so um yes I will say now that the itsies are very very represented for most roles by like mm. people submitted itsies for every girl role in here because I think those are the youngest people that anyone can think of like the itsies <laughs> they're teenagers they could do right. this I did somebody who I thought of I didn't think of Jenny for this I actually thought of Jenny for Mina um, mm. But I, th- I thought of Rosé for, uh, for Rachel as well. Um, she has a little bit of an ingenue-esque quality to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's warm and she has cute accent. Rosé was on my shortlist too. I have Rosé just written in the corner because I like want her in this movie somewhere because I feel <laughs> like she's shown in the few chances she's gotten in Blackpink videos that she's an excellent actress. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. like I want to see she's so good at crying. So I was like I want to see her like do something real. Yeah. So maybe she maybe she's a really good pick for for Rachel. I had her on my list too. Um but I ultimately picked Somi because she was younger and foreign as well. Cuz she's also Canadian, I think. Uh Leah no, uh, so me. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh yeah. So isn't me. she um, Korean Canadian? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
her dad yeah her very hot dad is (laughs) her dad who played an american soldier on what was that drama called Uh, descendants descendants of of the the sun Sun. descendants of the sun Wow. Yeah, if you haven't Googled Somi's dad, do it immediately. I haven't, but I'm gonna. (laughs) They're just like a really hot family and everyone has abs and it's like it just seems it seems like a fun household. So I'm gonna go ahead and say because all three of you said Somi for right now, I'm putting uh, if this is our for our casting, I'm putting Somi on the top of the Rachel pile. We can come back to it at the end, but I think that's a great place to start. So the next question is, who is going to be our male lead? Who is going to be our Jason? And there is a PowerPoint presentation. Like I said, you can, it's linked in the episode description, so you can look along with this. But the way that I arranged these is that if a picture is much larger than another one, that's because it got a ton of votes so that we could sort of visualize how people were asking for these um so the most popular choice for jason lee like overwhelmingly is vernon from 17 i think this is because vernon is like one of is the only boy half Half white white. idol Mm -hmm. so there you go uh the next biggest choice was mark from nct um and then four other popular boy choices were bang chan kong daniel wyatt from on and off and Jaehyun from NCT. Um, a lot of people said that they pictured Jaehyun for Jason. And I feel like Jason was kind of wobbly in my mind. But when I look at pictures of Jaehyun, I'm like, yeah, that's what Jason looked like in my mind, actually. <laughs> like, yeah, him. Um, I, but yeah, I, I don't know. I Go love ahead, the idea. Sorry, I love the idea. I had never thought of Wyatt before. I think that's a really cute yeah. idea. But I, I would actually... Um, Perhaps I would cast him as the fun friend. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, yes. choice for <laughs> the fun friend. I'm going to um, write that down just to, so that we remember. Because um, that's a later slide. Oh, right. Um, Jaehyun, yeah, Jaehyun, Jaehyun's a good one. Vernon, bless Vernon. I Everybody knows I love uh, that young man. I just, I am not... I would have to see him in front of a camera. I would have to see um, him. I I would love to be convinced that he is a good actor. <laughs> I just can't imagine him acting in this role and being kind of, and being like a little bit and being suave, you know. Sure, um, that was the part where, like, when they she first described him, my I thought about Vernon, but then the next thing that Jason said was like so stupid and smarmy, I like couldn't even imagine him <laughs> saying it, and I was like, no. Um, yeah. And Angelica and I were laughing very hard the other night when we thought about this because Vernon also can't sing. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God. He would, yeah. so he would either have to be Zac Efron, like in High School Musical 1, and someone else would have to sing for him, or we thought it would be very funny if he just was a rapper instead, and <laughs> so Rachel like sings with his rapping, and that's what like makes everybody Wait. love them. And if that's everybody was idea. like, oh my God, you could just feel the magic, but it's like <laughs> Vernon being like, 
one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But you know, Woozy would disagree with you. He loves Vernon's voice. Vernon's singing, singing voice has grown, but it he has. is not a tenor. Yeah. And yeah. Jason tenor. is specifically described as a tenor, yeah, tenor multiple times. Yeah, that's true. That's but that would also be another reason why we can't uh, cast Mark. Also, mm-hmm. bless or him. Bang Chan, Ma- or Wyatt, or oh yeah, well, all these yeah. rappers, <laughs> all these are also Mark has to me has the same, um, uh, I is the same for the same reason as Vernon. Like I, he's not smooth. Just he's just not smooth. He's just too dorky in in a beautiful way. You know, we love it, but I just I can't imagine it. I can see I can see Bang Chan kind of um, pulling it off. He has his moments. Um, I got very excited when I was making this, and I put the pic- I that picture of him that I picked. It makes me so. Oh my god, he's so cute. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh my god, and if it was Bang Chan, and you like retcon it so that he's Australian instead of Canadian, and then at the big fight at the end, he'd be like, no, Rachel, you don't understand. And like, <laughs> it would be so good. <laughs> It would. And he doesn't have to be from Canada. They can go on a five-stop tour in Australia. It would make more sense, to be honest. Yeah, honestly. Um, Alexis, who who did you have in mind for Jason? Well, I mean, I think it's very, like, Vernon, it's, like, the go-to because he's biracial. But I thought that he was a little bit too old, maybe, for the role. Um, Sure. Now that I'm seeing the options here that the listener said, like Bangshan, I thought could be, you know, an interesting choice for everything that's already been mentioned. But I actually wrote down Eric from The Boys. Okay. Mm. Other people did mention Eric from The Boys. And I I had him on here, but I edited the slide. Uh, but I'll put him back on because you said it. Um <laughs> But yeah, Eric is very interesting because I was watching some boys content today and I was like, oh, Eric is 19 and like Jason Mm -hmm. is supposed to be 19 Mm. and like it put Jason in context for me because like Eric is like the most teenager-y teenager. Like, yeah, he thinks he's a grown up, but he's like not. (laughs) And it's so funny. Yeah. So Uh, that is a pretty good choice. Is Eric a singer in the boys? No, I have no idea. No, Eric is a rapper. So that is why I would like to put forth my pick. My number one pick is uh, Jacob from The Boys. Okay. Um, Natalie. He's totally nice, though. That, okay, exactly. (laughs) Way too nice. (laughs) He is, but he's got, he has the ingredients. He plays guitar. He has a very lovely tenor voice. He uh, is Canadian. Mm-hmm. He is very charming. And Eric has recently said that he would like to show some more sides of him instead of not just the nice guy. He wants to, you know, uh, he wants to kind of come out of his shell a little bit. So what better opportunity than a big time Netflix movie deal? To maybe we can Millie Vanilli it and just have Jacob's voice in like <laughs> <laughs> Eric's face. Oh, this is your Millie Vanilli is the Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> Dating myself. No, 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 that's great. 
No, that's so funny, Natalie, because once I finished this uh, little de- presentation today, I sat down to watch Steeler House. And in the first episode, Eric or Jacob just sat there in the back with his freaking guitar. And I was like, look at Jason over there, guitaring hey. with his the whole time, like just singing to himself while other people are like doing things and I was like okay but I think about how like soft and sweet and they're complimenting me and I feel great like that boy having to be like a mean but maybe he can spread his range I I'm being convinced here that's the thing is like so many of these of these boys are just are just so nice and uh and would have to just kind of let their Hey, I just have to loosen up a little bit and and also and be a little bit more like cool and smarmy and uh and a little bit uh a little bit more uh fuckboy esque. Uh, yeah, that brings me to my suggestion. Please, a yeah, um foreign idol who is a tenor can play the guitar and has proven fuckboy ability. Shua from Seventeen. Was my and number one choice <laughs> for Jason. Ooh. He's okay. a fuck boy. He can be. <laughs> yes. Okay, you're I will. I feel like I need to text you photos. <laughs> <laughs> he has recently gotten very buff and has started to enjoy wearing less clothing in fashion photo shoots. Um, but I also think, like, just in seeing, like, him and Jonghan are like notorious for being very like sassy and ridiculous so I think that he could easily pull off the like smarmy like that whole first scene when Jason walks up and does the stupid like PJs like werewolf girl thing I think Chua (laughs) could do it with his like stupid like half smile like I think he could do it I think he could also really pull off the um oh I lost the word the like naivete like when Jason doesn't like get things like when he like like doesn't understand sexism yeah he joshua has like big dopey eyes like he could do it that he would be like but everyone's nice to me and i'd be like (laughs) oh you stupid yeah i i could he was on my list too i could kind of see it but all of them i think you know would just need a little bit that's what acting is for they would just need a, a little bit of a of a of a dial turn up they would need a little spice a little a little more spiciness kind mm-hmm. of sprinkled on them. I also put just in case Hong Sop from Pentagon. Oh um, right. Oh yeah. He's an English speaking boy too. He's from California, isn't he? English speak he uh Well he lived he, here in San Diego. Oh um, San Diego, that's what it was. I knew it was somewhere. That's a really yeah. good nomination actually, because he is a vocalist and he definitely has fuck like he's a fuck boy. Yeah, but yeah, he's a little bit he's a little bit older, but I don't know. We Mm. could he we could put a beret on him. I'm just saying. That was my reservation for Shua too. I was like, he's a little older, but like we could we could young him down. (laughs) Yeah, give him the rosy cheeks. You know, he could figure it out. But I think I think that could work. Alexis, did you already give your nomination? Yes, you said Eric from The yeah. Boys. That's right. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down. I I like that too. Yeah. I think he could do it. And again, I think I like the I think the rap version of all of this could probably work. It would be fun. It would certainly yeah. match K-pop. 
And it would give it that, you know, like the bad boy edge. Yes. Like supposedly yeah. all the rappers have. Mm-hmm. And like, if I, I, don't, we, I don't know if I believe it, like guitar playing and like, oh, he's a bad boy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sold on that in 2020. And if we're basing it off of present day SM, all of their golden boys are rappers. Like, hello, Mark and Lucas. True. True. And Taeyong. And Taeyong. Thank you. You're right. <laughs> Wow. Could never forget their number one gibberish <laughs> So which of these, I mean, we have no consensus here. So which of these potential Jasons goes the best with our Somi Rachel? That might be how mm. we have to decide this. I really, I'm leaning more towards, like, even though my initial picks were 17s, I do feel like the boys... Boys, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The boys, the boys yes, from boys. the boys. <laughs> um, they might, I feel like they're a better fit, um, but I don't know them well. Based solely on the pictures, I think Eric fits the image I had more of Jason, but I don't know their personalities, so I don't know anything aside from that. Eric is a teenager and he's very loud and he's a teenager. <laughs> and Jacob is the smallest, sweetest, softest boy. Though, like, uh, Eric has his his thoughty moments. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah, he does. He's really, he's very much like, I'm a grown up now. And so, like, I feel like yeah. if he got this role, that would, you know, really solidify his journey. Yeah, and I that would be good too because it would make him a little bit more famous. And I generally just want the boys to be more famous. And so, mm-hmm. just for like the uh, bringing up the whole group when one of us shines, <laughs> no pun intended. I think that uh, that all would be puns a, intended. He would be a good. <laughs> he would he would be a good fit. Uh, I like I I like that. He's. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that too, Eric. Um, you just like yep. have a picture of Eric ready to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think maybe we can do like Eric, and then uh, and then it, there are the moments where uh, Jason has to play guitar. We CGI in uh, Jacob's Jacob's hands. Guitar. <laughs> Jacob's so will Millie Vanilli guitar. just the guitar playing? <laughs> just the guitar. Right. There he Perfect. is. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. He he's looks got... like a Jason. He does look like a Jason. He does. Doesn't he look like a Jason? He kind right. of looks like I... Jaehyun in those two pictures. Right? He does. Yeah. yeah. He Perfect. has a really adorable kind of semi-lisp, too, which would just be add, add a lot to the charm. Oh, I can fully, and I can fully picture him busting into the practice room with the fries and, like, Okay. Just being like, you want some? This is good. Yeah, and he's the same age as Sami, so that would work. Perfect. I think. No, he's a little younger, maybe. I think she's like 18. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Then I say we pick Eric from The Boys. Yes, I uh, love it. Next most important question <laughs> is who is going to play the mean girl? Um, and we got a lot of suggestions for this one from our listeners, but the most popular, again, overwhelming, um, overwhelming amount of votes, Yeji from Itzy, Fermina, like first and foremost. Other two Itzy's, Leah and Ryujin, were also voted for a lot of times. 
Um, and then some other standout choices, Nayeon from Twice, um, and then actresses Lee Sung-kyung and Kim Hye-yoon, and also Yerin from Everglow. And I tried to choose pictures where they all look kind of mean. <laughs> I really was trying to bring out all the proper emotions with these. Um, yeah, that, that picture of Yeji is great. <laughs> She was my number one choice. Me like, too. As soon as I was like, she has the perfect face for Mina. Ooh. And she's around the right age. And plus, I, she's my itsy bias. So I was like, I need her. <laughs> I didn't pick she's her for my name. fantasy girl group, so I need her in my Shine Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a really good dancer. Yes, and... she's an excellent dancer. I like that. I wrote um, I wrote on, I wrote on mine Jenny, as I said before, and I wrote Nyan. Um, so I'm glad to see her on there though. She is a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So if we were skewing young, I like the idea of, um, one of the itsy girls. I'd like to see Ryujin, uh, flex her, her sassy mean girl ask. So I'd like to see that too. And she's also a fantastic dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of her- sassy. Oh, you weren't finished. No, let's, let's say that both of them, both of them rap, mm-hmm. uh, but Yeji uh, and Leah sings is a vocalist. But I think Yeji, Yeji sometimes lends her. Uh, she sings too. Her alto, <laughs> so maybe that's how you say it. she sings too. Go ahead, Alexis. Well, speaking of sassy, I kind of have two of them. Um, first I wrote Wendy from Red Velvet because I think that she has that, that like, she's so nice and she's so cute, but like could cut you. Yes, I agree. But, but also Yeti from Red Velvet because she's also like, you know, oh, I'm so nice and everything, but she's like so fucking sassy and she's also cutting up bitches left and right. So I think that would be like a cool balance, you know, because Mina is written as like, this girl that everyone likes or that is like a like a like a pleaser like she always wants to be liked by everyone in charge and everything but she's a fucking bitch so i think <laughs> that that would be like a cool contrast i like those options i agree both yeah. of them both of those like wendy and yeri both see i actually had i was like irene would work too um because she's she's 30 yeah i know but she's too old um that's that's two on the nose (laughs) yeah two on the nose two on the nose um but i agree i think yeri uh, yeri's pretty young although i mean all of the red velvets are like in their mid-20s by now mid i don't know yeri might still be a teen maybe she's 20 by now I she's think she's little, she's the same age as like the dream boys like mm. Jamin, Jeno. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hechan, I think. Yeah, for right. similar reasons, I think I all I wrote down Leah as well, just because I feel like Leah is like when I see Leah do put on her English voice and be like, "Hi, we're Itzy," I can like totally see her saying something nice to one person and then being like. Rachel like I don't know I just like feel like she could do it um and this picture of her with her arms crossed like ooh, I don't want to mess with her <laughs> yeah all of these pictures like you really hit it out of the park She's, thank you I thank mean, you Yeji really has got that like 
she that's she has such an intense stare even when she dances too and she's Mm -hmm. like i'm a bad bitch you're like yes you are yes she is the smolder yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm really into that so should we side with all of the listeners and go with yeji this time i vote yeji she was my pick (laughs) i'll concede to yeji okay 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 Thank you. Thank you, everyone. All right. Next character in line for discussion is Kong Gina. And we got a ton of very, very varied suggestions for this one. The only one that was mentioned more than once is Jenny from Blackpink. Um, So I put her picture biggest on here. Um, But other suggestions people made. Crystal, Sue Young from SNSD, Joy from Red Velvet, Soyeji, the actress, Yoonji from A-Pink and Solgi from Red Velvet were all suggested as potential Kong Ginas, but we've also said that Jessica should probably get to play this role because she very clearly wrote it for herself. Discuss. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think I, when I was Suyang... reading the book... Go ahead. When go I was ahead. reading the book, I always thought that she wrote herself into, into Rachel and... Um, mm-hmm. what's her name Gina 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 mm-hmm. she's For both sure. of them like in different yeah. stages of her life I was like wow <laughs> 100% yeah, I... agreed but you know yeah, what same. like all everyone that I'm looking um on here like they're very you know like you know prim and like you know bad bitch and whatever so but my pick I I think when I think back to the book the Gina um scene that not resonated with me but like stayed with me and i thought like if this were a movie this would be really funny was the part when she was drunk out of her ass just being like don't get a boyfriend blah blah blah. (laughs) so i think that so i was like yeah like maybe gina should be someone who's funny so i wrote ailey oh she's older that's cute but she but she she's small she can look a little bit younger but she's supposed to be like 10 years older than mm-hmm. right than Rachel so yeah. I was like yeah it's fine to go that that old I like that because also Ailey is another person who like suffered extreme public humiliation and I feel like she could bring she could bring that real life experience to this <laughs> character that. that would be you know necessary totally who did like you have in mind Natalie I had I wrote down Jessica um uh, and I also wrote down Crystal because I just I, I love a little meta moment, a little wink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree too that Jessica wrote this character about herself, so why not play it? Um, but I like the idea of Ailey a lot. I think that would be really fun. So I I could get on definitely could get okay. on board. And um, if we wanted. You know, and she speaks English, so for some reason, you know, those executives over at Netflix are like, oh man, everybody's got to speak English because we don't know how to read subtitles, then Ailey could be like, well, I've got this in the bag. Yeah, very true. true. Very true. I had Ailey on my short list as well, although my ultimate choice was Jessica, as we discussed. Um, but I think it's really funny that Sue Young was nominated by the listeners. <laughs> yeah, and I like, think, like, <laughs> if they even read the book. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jessica would 
murder someone if Suyang was cast as this as this role that was so clearly herself. Like I'm just thinking about the way she was described as being like effortlessly beautiful, and then like for Suyang to walk out on set. Oh my God, Jessica would blow a gasket. That would be so. That would funny. be. That would be really good. <laughs> All right, so okay. we I have written Ailey or Jessica, so I guess it's just sort of like, does Jessica want to be in her movie? Because if she does, mm-hmm. I think it's only fair that she get this part. But if she doesn't want to be in it, if she wants to say direct it, then like we can <laughs> let Ailey have this part. I feel like Jessica would be more like a you know like like a Stephanie Meyer that she would just be like uh, like serving a drink or something you know. Wink wink. Yeah, she'd be yeah. like the Stanley of this movie exactly. where she'd just like go back in the background or whatever. Or maybe she could be the um, the the wise, cool um, teacher. Oh, the oh, mentor. Yeah. The mentor. True. Oh, there are a couple places Jessica could be. Eugene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eugene. I wrote down Kahi for that from after school. Oh. Because she did that on Produce. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. All right. Do we want to go? Oh, no. We go can ahead. skip did straight we, to could, that did one. We have a oh, my consensus? God. Consensus? Those are literal no. children. I said that the role is Jessica's if she wants it. If she doesn't want it, we're giving it to Ailey. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. Um, okay. So, yes. Leah Kim. These are actual 11-year-olds. We found some. Who um, are these so children? I will tell you who they are. The first one is Na Haun, and she is that girl who does K-pop covers, and she's been doing them since she was, like, five and she like shows up at the award shows or whatever, and she like full out does BTS dances by herself. She's precious. She's twelve. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> the next person who should probably be our answer is Somi's little sister Evelyn. Oh, okay. So if we can go at Jessica Crystal, we should probably just pick Evelyn. But uh, other suggestions were Ella Gross, who is like a child model, and I guess she knows Blackpink. I was like googling oh, yeah. her today. And then Kim So In, who Su In, who played uh, the young Komunyong on "It's Okay to Not Be Okay" this year, and she's just like a little oh. doll child. Mm. Um, and all of these girls are twelve, so <laughs> it's like here we go. These are our Leas. I love yeah. the I, we, since we cast Somi, I love the meta casting of her real sister. Like I, <laughs> I personally don't need any other convincing. I had Great. no one for this role, so <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> uh, and also too, like you know, she's not supposed to be a a dancer. She's just like a normie. She's a muggle. So right, she's a um, muggle. <laughs> you know, so, so far, it's, so far. So far. So, so for now, um, I think that that would be a very cute choice. I do really like Nahan. So if she, I I would definitely want to see her audition. Mm -hmm. And it would all depend on what is going to happen in the sequel of the book. Because if Leah does end up becoming... Crystal. Crystal and like does end up becoming a trainee, then yeah, maybe we would need to cast someone who, who is a dancer. So maybe we can do like, we can do like the Somi's little sister Evelyn, and in the first one, and then do one of those switcheroos. Recast. No one will recast. (laughs) And then we can get 
not having but who knows maybe evelyn's got some moves you know yeah i don't want to yeah or maybe leah's not a dancer either you know rachel's not a dancer maybe it runs in the family (laughs) (laughs) true true all right moving on akari this is a this is one where there was an even amount of suggestions for sakura from eyes one and momo from twice also nominated Sana from Twice, Jury from Rocket Punch, and Hitomi and Nako also from Eyes One. So these are like the girl Japanese idols. Here they are. Um, my pick is Sakura. Like as soon as I pulled this picture up, I was like, that's what Akari looked like in my mind. Done. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about her, but just based off of a picture of her, I was like, she's perfect. I want her. Anyone else? For this one, I came to throw a curveball. I'm Great. issuing a rewrite. I want everything changed. Okay, because here we go. if we're casting Somi, I want Dewi from AB6 to be the best friend. Oh my god, a gender I bend. Love, right? I love. Fun idea. That's a very fun idea. And it would open up the potential for some additional drama because for the movie, we're going to have to flesh out some of these characters. And if Akari was actually a boy, then Jason could get jealous of their friendship. And that could explain why Rachel why stops they don't talking talk. to Akari and no longer and doesn't know that we he would got have faded. a motive. A real I motive. love this suggestion. <laughs> That's beautiful. Love this rewrite. Beautiful. And again, if Leave our it to producers the writer. were like, our the producers were like, "Hey, oh my God, we gotta get this. We can't do the subtitles. Day we can speak English very well. Exactly. It's a again not a requirement, but just a nice thing to have in your back pocket, mm-hmm. just in case people decide to be xenophobic. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good backup I'd, plan. I like that a lot. I did. I did my. I had a little change in my list but not as big i thought maybe like lisa would be cute because i just want her to be in this film because i just care about her a black pink lisa and so but she's and she's got she's got too much star power she might take over the the entire film you couldn't write her a small part she would have to my play by the rules my play by the rules pick was um this new girl from Espa, Espa. Mm, how do you pronounce sure. it? Espa, Giselle, Espa, Espa. Espa? I don't know that Espa. that that KDA thing, whatever. <laughs> Giselle, I because honestly, I don't, I couldn't think of that many um, Japanese idols that would speak English. So I was like, her, she's an SM, she can probably act, right? little bit i feel like most sm people or are most sm trainees get the like you gotta you need to know how to put on an act (laughs) Um, it is very important but yeah i had to just google like japanese k-pop idols (laughs) um and so i had also picked sakura based just solely on her looks but i am very much a fan of this gender bend um there was a there was actually a just like sort of a shout out to this conversation i scrolled through in the discord they had like gender swapped 
all of the roles. And uh, they had suggested like a Rachel Kim instead, like if you made it like a male rapper and it could be Lucas. And then the mentor was Jackson from Got7. And I was like, wait, I love this. (laughs) I don't need to read anymore. I'm in. That's some fanfic stuff. (laughs) Yes, right? Fan fiction. (laughs) The fan fiction version. They'll be the spinoff. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, I like it. We'll make it. I like it. Well, I'm totally into this gender bend, and I'm I will vote Dehui, and we change Akari's gender yes, altogether. Let's do it. Let's great. We're the producers, we can do whatever we, we want. We do what we want. <laughs> All right. Next, for the mentor at DB Entertainment, Chung Yu Jin, the five most popular choices as submitted by our listeners are Boa, Sunmi. Hwasa, CL, and IU. Boa is the only name I had under Eugene. Boa was? Mm-hmm. You had Sunmi at Alexis? Sunmi and Kahi. And Kahi. Who is Kahi? Oh, from after school. From after school. I'm, I don't know after school that well. Aside from Orange Me Kahi. neither, but I know her. Um, the person she wasn't I... produced. Oh, okay, that's right, that's right. I was like, why did you pick her? Right, because she'd already done the mentor role. Totally. Yeah, or Sun Me. Honestly, I just noticed that I also wrote Sun Me for Gina. <laughs> I was thinking Sun Me would be a great Kang Gina. Um, mm. but I do also kind of like her. I, I no, she's too fabulous to be. She's too fabulous to be Eugen because Eugen was never an idol, right? Like she was just a dancer, and no, like, her mom was an idol. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like Sun Me is like so glamorous that I I wouldn't yeah. buy her as like no one would allow someone with that face to work for a company and not be an idol. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure no I Um, agree I had the person that I think I pictured when I was reading so who I wrote down is Ellie from EXID because I don't know that's just like a person I think about when I think about like an older role model type idol that's just like the person that comes to my mind Um, because she's like older than her whole group and she keeps them together and writes all their music or whatever so she seems like a person who like has her shit together and so i don't know that's my mind said ellie i really like that um i like i really like boa it's symbolic it's she always gives me like a warm a, a warm mentory vibe like people her like her sunbays like really love her i think she would be great it's funny when you put a poisson on there. I kind of I had a moment where I was like, "Ooh!" and I imagined it. I don't know. I imagined it like old, like old school choreographers, like with the stick, like putting it on, on the ground, and like her just like surfing and be like, "Do it again!" But oh my god, I, I would think love. I- yeah, seeing Hwasa as like a mean ballet teacher or something. Right, that's what it is. But I again, like I think she has probably the same. Not to say that Boa, obvi- Boa obviously has star quality, but I think she and Sunmi, like, I would say, like, have that same, uh... Mm-hmm. Glamorous same face. Issue. Yeah, right. but, yeah. yeah, that makes oh. them seem like they wouldn't just be someone who's like, I gave up on that dream long ago. I don't know. I think Boa could sell it. I like her in this. Mm-hmm. She does have acting experience. True. True. She is a Hollywood movie star, and she speaks English, too. 
<laughs> I have another person who yes. well was was an idol and she doesn't have that you know like that um aura that like Sunmi or Boa. I wrote Min from Missy. And she mm. was the dancer. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, I feel like there's probably more second gen girls I could be like reaching back towards that I'm just not finding at this moment, but and Helica, did you share your Eugen picks? Boa was Boa. the only name I had on my list. Okay. Because well. I just figured in the sort of in the same way that we were t- wait, I just lost the train of thought that was coming out of my mouth as it was coming out of my mouth. Never mind. <laughs> Boa was the only name I had. Well, then I will say just for the sake of time because we're running out of it, that because Boa got multiple votes, we're going to give this role to Boa um, as she is already a mentor at her agency. So this won't be too much of a stretch. Yeah. And since we know this is like supposed to be a not SM, SM, it would be like a nice little wink if it was Boa. Um, Okay. This next one is very exciting because I really loved everybody's (laughs) choices and I loved finding suit pictures of all these men. (laughs) But Mr. Han, who is Rachel's ally at the company and also somehow weirdly like her manager, he has a weird role in the book, mm-hmm. but he is described as Korean Chris Hemsworth and that he like wears fancy suits and watches and stuff. So the five most popular choices from our listeners were Shiny Mino, Jungkook from Turbo, Siwon from Super Junior, Rain, and Park So Joon. <laughs> And I know, and everybody has their hands over their mouths. We're all just like, how could we even pick? That's how I feel. Where is that picture of Mino from? From a fashion week. He was sitting in the fucking front row looking awesome. He looks very unlike himself. He looks so... So serious. (laughs) So serious. I'm I'm starting easy and ruling out... So June, just because that's mm-hmm. such a small role for him, mm-hmm. he would need to be adjacent, you know, something like that. But he's too old for that. Same. He that was the worst. Age. That was the worst part of Oscar-winning film *Parasite* is that Park So Joon is in it for three freaking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. okay. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And and his character is sus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He starts all the trouble. Yeah. However. Um, Mr. Han also ha- perhaps is dating an inappropriately young girl. So Park Sojun has already proven that he can play that role effortlessly. Hey. <laughs> Wait, damn. Mr. Han is, is dating. It's a, suggested Nina that Nina is wearing is dating his him watch. He's wearing the special grandfather watch. And she's <sighs> supposed to be like 16 and he's like in his <sighs> 30s. Actually, we don't know how old Mina is, maybe. I missed that. I thought that maybe they were, like, No, they're the same age. (laughs) They are the same age, right? Because they made a very big deal about, like, Rachel didn't bow to her because they're the same age. And it was like, but she's more experienced Because at the very, very end, like, Rachel gets one snark in about Mr. Han, like, at the very end of the book. And Mina is like, what and so it's like implied that something's happening which i assumed would come up and in she has his book. watch right yeah she wears his watch wow yeah, yeah. i missed well, then that let's uh rule she want to because <laughs> super junior is already embroiled in too many fucking <laughs> i don't want any of that 
I really like Rain for this. Me too. He he is charismatic. He is hunky. He rocks a suit and seems like he could be both in the boardroom and outside of the boardroom. (laughs) And And he also already played this role in that drama with Crystal, actually. Yes. He was like the exec and he was fucking her. That's true. Well, That's true. Allegedly. Yeah, I love Rain too. I had written Park Sojun, but my, my I gasped at the Rain suggestion because I think that's perfect. Like, yeah, he he's already played this I'm with role. It, though. He's like the perfect age and in making this book like if or making this book into a movie, like we've talked a lot about how it like who's the audience of this book, right? Because people who know a lot about the K-pop industry are a little bit distracted by like the inaccuracies of the way that some parts of K-pop are like portrayed in the book. But if the movie is geared a little bit more like with these stars, right? Like gaining, grabbing people who care about K-pop, Rain is the perfect choice. Like uh, such a bigger wink than Boa, I think, because he is like, he is K-pop. <laughs> K-pop. He is K-pop. For him to be like the new young exec who's like, you know, the new wave of K-pop that we're bringing in, I think is like too perfect. Also, like, speaking of this uh, potential scandal with him and a younger um, person, just saying, like, if I was young and Rain was was walking around the halls of my company, you know, I'd make bad choices. (laughs) Mm -hmm. bad choices would be made (laughs) i'd wear his watch too you know yeah oh man now i'm like really thinking about that and i wonder if that's also again it's stupid this book set up so much stuff for a book that isn't out yet but like i wonder if it is just like if it's a weird ploy because the first time that mr han comes to the uh practice room to tell rachel she has a phone call mina's like he knows my father. We know each other. Hey. And he like doesn't pay attention to her. So like what if she took his watch and is trying to create scandal because she desperately needs her father's love. But I she don't know. Would. She would. She would do that. Yeah. That would fit. Um, I wrote down Kim Jong-kook just because that's who I pictured as soon as he was described as a Hemsworth type because like that's the person I think of who is like the muscliest yeah, like so Korean celeb um, but I love the rain I'm totally willing to say yes rain it should be rain Mino <laughs> <laughs> um, right, you know, I so. love you but he's too young yeah he's too he's young too, he's too young and I also was like when I, people suggested this, I, like, thought about it. And I thought about Mino being the one being, like, just keep your head up, kid. Like, whatever. And I was, like, oh, it would melt my heart. But also I wouldn't believe him. And I, like, don't want him to. I, no. No. But it would make me. It would endear me to the character a lot more, obviously. But Rain <laughs> is a perfect choice. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Rain, you got the part. We already know he can act. All right. We've got two more minor roles to fill. Um, and the first one is the Cho twins and a crazy amount of people were submitted like really random people for the Cho twins. And I only chose two pairs to display because I think they're the ones that make the most sense. And the first and most popular submitted a zillion times is Cheon and Cheryoung from Eyes One and Itzy because they are sisters mm-hmm. and they look the same. Mm hmm. And the other submission 
is Kyuri from Promise 9 and Jisoo from Blackpink because they are not related at all, but they look like the same person. They have the exact same face. These, Isn't that this scary? This side-by-side is shocking. Yeah, yeah. They have the same face. Yeah, I've never seen, I've never seen that. That's wild. And Kyuri was on uh, It's Okay to Not Be Okay and, and Dating Class or whatever. I like her as an actress. She's cute. Um, but yeah, the the itsy the itsy eyes one twins were the were the strongest contenders unless anybody else has other suggestions. Well, they're not actually twins. That's true. Um, but I do like them as a suggestion. I, I like as soon as I saw them as a suggestion, I was like, oh yes, that's perfect. Um, I had been imagining this role being played Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap style with just <laughs> Lots of one person. Did. And so for that, I chose Doyun from Wikimiki because the twins are described as being insanely beautiful, and I thought that Doyun would be able to pull off both the like makeup tutorial and the like nerdy engineer I thought she would do really well in both of those roles and I fucking love her face so I would like to see it on TV (laughs) it's hard to argue against that face her face is so perfect it's insane the pictures the pictures he uploads she's just like looking to the side and she's absolutely fucking gorgeous oh my god it should be illegal to look so good it should it's unfair (laughs) what did other people have in mind for this role anything i didn't have anyone for this role but i really like chaeyoung and Cheryong. i think they would yeah be really i didn't cute. have anyone either and Cheryong is like she's like really fun and she's got also like she's a little bit like moody and sassy and i can see her wanting to like do makeup stuff and i see it yeah yeah i agree i love it I like the I like them as as Great. The Cho twins. They're cast. Great. And the last slide, <laughs> the last slide that I have is for Jason's only friend, the only <laughs> other named next boy. Um, and this is Minjoon. And we again got a lot of suggestions for this one. And I tried to pick stupid, silly pictures of all of them because Minjoon is very clearly like the, the friend that relief. comes in to just be like, Ugh, I'm hungry. Um, so the choices that were named the most times were Jungkook from BTS and Lucas from NCT. Um, other suggestions, J-Hope, Ju Honey, Felix, Bowman from Golden Child, Johnny, Baekhyun, Sungkwon, Moonbin. What do you guys have for Minjoon? Ju Honey was well, my, al- that's who already, I pictured. We already casted him. Did we? Oh, we right. Already, with Wyatt. Oh, Wyatt. Yeah. We, said, Wyatt. we wrote down that Wyatt was going to be. It was true. Wyatt. It was Wyatt. But I, I, I stand by Wyatt. I, oh man, so many. Lucas would be so fun in this part. Johnny, I imagined also in this part. Uh, I also imagined BM, but I feel like it would really depend on who we cast as Jason because if we cast, He's I'm sorry, if we cast Eric, BM yeah. would eat him alive. Oh my BM God, standing like next to BM, he would be like one of his arms. Like, he would like, BM could pick him up and put him down somewhere But honestly, else. also Lucas. But yes, also that True, is True, Lucas boy. is a big boy. Uh, I also put down Chan um, from uh, um, from Stray Kids. 
he would be a fun friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Felix, I think, would be able to pull off the comedic relief as well. Um, mm-hmm. He seems like a goofy, goofy person. I had originally, because I was going off of like a 17 casting for Jason. And so I was thinking like, okay, who's 17 friends with? And so I picked I am. <gasps> oh. Because mm-hmm. I he's oh. not really like funny, oh. but he's but I thought that he would be able to pull off the like. You, if he uses his British accent, it will be funny automatically. Yes. So he can use his British accent. <laughs> and I thought he would be able to pull off the like wingman vibes that Minjun sort of has of like, you know, casually throwing out like, oh, I like this girl or whatever. I felt like he could deliver those lines and be like a devastatingly handsome side character. <laughs> Hell yeah. But if we cast Eric from the boys, I think I am is like too old and too yeah. sultry <laughs> to be next to Eric. <laughs> yeah, I I really do. I think Wyatt might be our best choice here because like I keep picturing Wyatt as like appearing at the party with a, his, oh, is that chicken? And like, oh, he would be like, I don't know. He seems like a Minjun type. <laughs> yeah, he's so funny. And he has great expressions. Oh, yes. Good face. For background acting, because he would be the one being like, because oh, he doesn't get mm-hmm. to talk that much. <laughs> I like it. I love that choice. All right. So we agree. Wyatt. Wyatt. All right. Wyatt. He um, is the Minjun to Eric's Jason. I love it. Yeah. So those are all the named characters that I asked listeners to submit, but we also had like a bonus section where people could put in um, other characters. And like people had a lot of, this is where a lot of the K-drama wrecks started coming in for like Rachel's mom or Jason's aunts. And like every single one of them seemed fine to me. Like, yes, those are good drama (laughs) people. But a couple that I wanted to point out, and then if you guys have any, please feel free. But somebody suggested... Unji Wan from Sex Keys to be Rachel's dad. And that made me laugh so hard because I know that he would be so offended to play somebody's dad in something, but he is 100% old enough to play somebody's dad in something. And I could see him as like boxing dad who's secretly going to law school. And I think it's good casting. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, and the other one that I loved and would totally go with our boys casting that we've started is the nerdy friend Deho, who has a crush on the nerdy twin, Kevin Moon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's man. cute. <laughs> that's adorable. Oh, he'd love that, too. Like, he'd love to act. I know. (laughs) And they'd put little glasses on him and pull his pants up too high, and it would be like, look at you, Kevin Moon. Yeah, and Eric would be more comfortable, you know, on set, having a friend (laughs) there. That's important. This is great. I love it. I love that we're considering all aspects of our our cast's comfort level. It's very important. (laughs) It is important. Um, You need to have good chemistry on camera. Were there any other, like, side characters or other things that anybody had opinions about? Like, oh, another one that I had in my own mind was the friend that's introduced at school or the girl at school who's, like, overly excited and trying to, like, be friends with all the other mean girls or whatever. Um, I pictured her as Chu from Luna. I was like, only Chu can play this part. Um, But I don't know if it's a big enough part to get a casting. But if it does, she has to have it. They could give her lines. (laughs) <laughs> we could flesh out the role lines. 
because there was potential there for that character to when that character was introduced i thought we were going to get a storyline of like leaked photos from school you know what i mean like okay so rachel's starting to get more famous and so then like this character is going to take like secret photos and like sell them or post them or whatever i thought it was going to be like an extra layer of drama and we never got there um but if we gave it gave that role to someone with a name then we could give her a little a you know. little extra plot give ourselves okay. a little extra plot <laughs> I didn't have any other ideas for... Oh, no, wait. There was one that I just had in my brain. Oh, the woman who owns the secret celebrity club. Yes. I pictured as Um Jung-wha. And that was the only other casting... Or only other character that I really had, like, a specific visual in mind for. That would be that interesting. Mm-hmm. But, oh, no. I feel like Hyori is too young. Lee Hyori. Yeah. She's too Especially young. Especially... Well, who do we cast for Eugene? <laughs> Boa. 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 Too young. <laughs> yeah, so Hyori definitely can't be Hyori. No, she can't be her mom. <laughs> she can't be her mom. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too glad, though. She would be old enough. I think she's I at, think. I mean, she's at least 50. I was so going like, to say, could she's got to be a in young her 50s. mother of Boa's. Yeah. But wasn't she a singer? Yeah. So she would have to have her in like her 20s. Yeah, she would have had Maybe to. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I know, I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, ah, oh, she wouldn't have been able to have a kid like at the peak of her career and then still But they go said on that she this. retired in the 80s. And I was born in the 80s and so was Boa. That's true. So like That's true. But is Um Jung Wa <laughs> old enough? Maybe then she's too I'm young. Googling. I'm Googling. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because um Boa was born in like 86. Uh-huh. True. So if she's fifty, she should she would have been her early twenties. She would have been her early twenties. Mm. I think we can get away with it. Yeah, yeah we can get away it's with Hollywood. it. Hollywood can get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's a little totally makeup, Hollywood. a little <laughs> dusting, a little a little gray in the temples, perhaps like <laughs> yeah. a white streak in the bangs. Yeah, 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 oh, for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Well, guys, I'm very excited for this movie that we just made. And whatever, when the real movie comes out, it will, it won't live up to this. It'll pale to our casting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, this is, either way, I'm, I really do want this to be a movie because when it comes out, if they do it right, I will cry. (laughs) Those kind of movies, they always get me if you just cast the right boy to like say the I'm sorry part in the way that makes my stomach drop and then we're gonna have a good time. Yeah, and on top of it, if he sings and plays a nice tune on the guitar. Yes, if they get good songs. Mm -hmm. If it is like High School Musical and we can get good songs in the Shine movie, then like it will mean something. That would be key. That would be key. But we would have to get, they have to make sure that they get like K-pop producers to make the soundtrack. Because if we get Western pop songs as the soundtrack (laughs) to this movie, I will throw a shoe. Yeah. We're we're going to, I mean, as the executive producers of this movie, we'll make sure that that We will make sure to hire the best, only the best K-pop producers. Yeah. We're going to leave the other ones off the email thread. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this movie, and I'm also excited for um, the opportunities 
that will come to these uh, young actors uh, slash idols after when they're done. Like this, the way this will boost their popularity, their groups, they'll form friendships on set. Nothing oh my like God, a, yes. a friendship. Maybe we'll even Maybe. get a real love connection out of this. <gasps> Dreams, oh dream, lives could be, guess. lives are going to be changed here, ladies. We're doing mm. good work. <laughs> uh, this was so much fun. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. Um, Alexis, will you start and tell our listeners where they can find you if you want to be found by them? Yes, and plug anything you'd like. Yeah, um, well, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at H-O-E underscore D-O-Y-A-N. And I am working on a podcast. So that's going to be coming up soon, I hope. Exclusive. (laughs) Can we get a little sneak peek? What is this podcast going to be about? About fandom. K-pop fandom. It's going to be exclusively on about fandom so kind of a reported pod kind of thing so anyway can't exciting say too much but awesome. i will let you know when that actually drops amazing but yeah follow me i'm kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> and follow for more information about this upcoming informative podcast on k-pop fandom. that too i love that it too. yeah natalie where can we find you and what will you plug um you can find me on every social media platform at nb morin uh i write for refinery 29 so you can find all sorts of goodies that i've written about k-pop and beyond there um i also sometimes contribute for ear milk if i'm feeling some type of way um so you can also find me there and yeah always accepting um chats and dms about all sorts of topics uh crop tops mullets and uh scandals and things that make you happy that's all that i care to talk about i love it i love it it's why it's why you fit right in here (laughs) (laughs) Your article earlier this year about androgyny and boys in makeup like changed my life and I passive aggressively sent it to a coworker who always gives me <laughs> shit about boys wearing jewelry and it was nice. Uh, that's literally all I want to hear. I just want my pieces to be sent passively aggressively <laughs> to people <laughs> so that their their outlooks are perhaps influenced, maybe changed. Mm-hmm. I love but it. Thank you. Well, that's thank you sweet. again, both of you, for giving us so much of your time. We had too much fun talking about all this book. Clearly could have talked for a whole other hour. <laughs> but thank you for taking time. And we'll have to have you back again soon. Please. Thank you. This was so fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, that was so fun. I love spending time with friends that I miss. (laughs) 
Uh, I know. And I was just thinking recently about KCON. I was like lamenting the fact that we didn't get a KCON this I year. Know. Because last year, like we did finally get to meet our like journalist friends that we'd only ever talked to online. We got to meet them in person and it was so wonderful. Um, and so even though we didn't get to see them in person today, it was still lovely to connect from afar and see some faces um so yes please follow natalie and alexis um they both write great things and get cool access to k-pop groups that we do not so like Mm -hmm. uh yeah boots on the ground both of them are ama k approved k-pop news and where to find it yeah so Um, well, thank you, a sincere thank you to all of the guests that we've had for our book club series and to all of you who bought or otherwise got a hold of Shine in order to read it along with us. I really mm-hmm. do hope that we've made it worth your while. I certainly feel like the 22 bucks I spent on this book, like, I think I got enough out of it for the, like, yeah. I think it paid for itself eventually, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, So that was a really good time. I can't wait to do it again. Everyone keeps telling us that our Instagram follower, Alexis, or Alex formerly of Rania, is writing a book based on her experiences. So if and Mm -hmm. when that ever comes out, book club round two, and we'll see what Alex has to say. Um, very interested to see what that book will bring and very excited for this new podcast segment that we have. We know we've got some, we've got our recurring movie club. Now we've got our book club. Yeah. We're just going to get, we're all going to get cultured together and, and consume all the K-pop media that we can find in whatever way we can find it. Um, so yeah, thank you. That was a really good time. And November is about to be over, so that means we are moving into Ask Me About K-Pop end of the year special episode time. Yes, it's coming down to the wire. Can't even believe it's almost going to be December, and we have similarly to this book club already started planning a multitude of content to go with the multitude of content that came out this year um so stay tuned for several end of the year wrap-up episodes coming soon yeah um and in the meantime you can follow us on social media at Pod. you can send emails to amakpoppod at gmail.com and just a thank you to everybody who sent a separate email along with their suggestions to explain their choices i loved reading your justifications y'all are the best um another place where people are great is in the discord uh you can find the link to that on our link tree in all of our social media stuff another thing that the discord people did for casting is they did casts based solely on companies so they did an sm cast and a jyp cast and a yg cast it was really fun you can go see all that in the shine book club channel we have so many channels people are talking all day every day go join the discord it's fun um, we yes and don't let it feel overwhelming to you it's very easily curated like if you only ever want to talk about shiny you only ever have to live in the shiny yeah, chat you can room. mute all the so, other channels no one will judge you mm-hmm. it's totally fine <laughs> it is a place of no judgment that's true there isn't there's even a safe space channel where people talk about tough real life stuff i'm telling you it's a good discord yeah yes there's a separate there's a safe space and a difficult conversations yeah. channel. I love them. Yeah. I love our listeners. Um, also, you can give us a call, 181 AMA K-POP 5. 
You can send us a letter, uh, P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 90026. Um, and we have a YouTube channel. We have a Spotify um, account where you can not only listen to our episodes on Spotify, but we also have a user profile that has playlists to match the episodes. Uh, I think they're a little behind, but hey, maybe that it's a vacation week for me. I can catch up. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> let's find out. Yeah. And make sure you're following that one because I'm sure for best of end of years, we'll be making more playlists to keep yes, you. Yes. We'll have lots of playlists <laughs> for the end of the year for, for sure. sure. Um, well, uh, yeah, thanks again for Book Club. It was a really good time, guys, and I'm really looking forward to talking about all of the good things that we had in 2020 that came to us in the form of K-pop, because there wasn't a lot, but there was a lot of K-pop, and so we got that. Yes, there may not have been a lot of good in the world, but there was a lot of good K-pop, and that's what we're here for. Yeah, so come back next week, uh, and we love you guys. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. 